Brought to you by Soul Fire Productions. Hello and welcome to Mother the Mother. I am McLean McGowan. This podcast is an offering for all women to gather energetically, sister to sister, mother to mother, to co-create a sacred space for healing, educating, and sharing as we journey through motherhood and womanhood. It is such an incredibly powerful moment in time to be a woman, and I thank you for showing up on behalf of yourself and for all of the women in your lives, past, present, and future, to honor our matriarchal lines, all who came before, and all who will come after. Hi everyone, thank you so much for tuning in. I am your host, McLean McGowan, and per usual, it is an honor to be here with you. Thank you for bringing me into your life, whatever you're doing right now, whether you're driving or walking or meditating or nursing your baby or playing with your toddler. Thank you for taking your precious time to tune in. As always, this is a co-creation of all of us walking this path of womanhood and motherhood together. So thank you, thank you. What a wild portal. We're coming off the energy of this full moon in Pisces. So much water energy. I was just in Tennessee where there was a huge deluge of water. So I felt like I was right where I needed to be for this full moon. Really letting go even more on a deeper level, letting go of all that does not serve me, which can feel really strange, right? Because we get used to the ties that bind. We get used to the labels we put on ourselves. We get used to our little boxes and we just get used to maybe negative things, but also all the positive things, right? We get used to what we know, what is familiar is what feels oftentimes safe for us, right? As we all know this when we've done any sort of inner work, what feels familiar and comfortable is not always healthy, right? Because we're reliving out past different things from our subconscious mind, from our programming, from traumas that have happened. And so a full moon is a really beautiful opportunity to focus on what you're ready to release, ask for help in releasing. You know, the willingness to ask for help, the willingness to let go is the biggest part of this work, right? The willingness. Are you willing to surrender? Are you willing to let go? Are you willing to step off that edge into the unknown without having the answers in front of you? Are you willing to go after the dream or the vision without knowing how it's going to happen? And as we continue to walk this portal of this weird and wonky and wild time, we're still learning so much about ourselves. And that saying, what is life showing you? What is life teaching? What is happening and coming forward in your life for you, not to you? And just that little reframe can really help you take the next positive action step that you need for yourself, for your physical health, for your mental health, for your emotional health, for your spiritual health. But it can be hard to do that, especially if you, I would say, are a woman, if you have people-pleasing tendencies, codependent tendencies. As mothers, we are very used to putting other people's needs before our own because that is an aspect of motherhood, right? That is an aspect of being mom, but it's not being the martyr. It's not being the unhappy martyr with a negative lens, right? Because if you continually don't refill your cup, you're not going to be of service to anyone, especially yourself. So that's something I want to talk about because what I'm seeing with my coaching clients, what I'm working on within myself, what I'm seeing in all my friends is this has been a very odd time. It's been a very odd time to parent. It's been a very odd time to be pregnant to birth, to bring a child into this world, to be a newly postpartum mom. 
And I would say it's been really hard and isolating and challenging and confusing and exhausting because it's already a lot. And then we have everything else, which I don't even need to go into all of it, but there's so much layered on top of every decision we're making right now. There's so much projections. There's so much fear. There's so much taking away your control of maybe how you want your birth to go, how you want your pregnancy to go, how you want your labor and delivery to go, how you want your postpartum to go based on what's been going on in the past year and a half, right? Some of those things you might have felt safer with, some of the things you may not have felt safer with. So it's a precarious line to walk right now. And also I'm being very mindful because for all of you that are listening, you're all very different people walking a very different path that I don't know, right? Like I know how to meet my clients right where they are. I know where to meet my clients when they're trying to conceive. I know how to meet my clients as they move through their pregnancy. I know how to meet my clients as a new postpartum mom. I know how to meet my motherhood clients, but it's a little trickier. And that's why I shy away from ever totally drilling down because in my mind, there is no right or wrong way really to do anything. My whole business, Mother the Mother, is to mother the mother, to help you, to help all of you mothers become educated, where there might be some windows that you didn't know about. I certainly didn't before I had my first kid. So that's why I became a postpartum doula after the birth of my first child, because I saw all the work, the money, the time that we do throughout a pregnancy, at least in LA. And then you have the kid, you have your baby, and then there was no help on the other side. So I just very intuitively, I was like, oh, I guess I'm going to do that now. And I continue to learn and ask questions and study. And then my journey continues to change as my children get older, because I continually see more holes that need filling. And so when I'm doing this podcast, I don't know exactly who I'm speaking with. I don't know where you are in your life journey. I don't know where you are on your pregnancy journey. I don't know what's coming up for you, what your triggers are, but I can speak to parts of you, not all of you, and certainly not in one podcast, but parts of you. Because as women right now, as mothers, we are in warrior zone. And so how do we do that? How do we keep showing up, keep fighting for our children? keep fighting what we know to be right for ourselves and our families without bringing more hate, without spewing more dis-ease and to really rise up into it. You know, becoming a mother is a massive responsibility. To me, it's the most massive that we're going to do in this lifetime. And I don't think a lot of us were taught to look at it that way. I don't think a lot of us were given the opportunity to really ask questions. I mean, I remember asking certain questions, more logistical questions to my friends that had babies. But I didn't ask them soul questions, you know, and there's no way to really prepare you. I mean, my mom used to say the thing with having children is it's just so constant that nothing really can prepare you for it. And that's very true. That word constant, you never fully tap out, right? You can tap out maybe physically, but your heart's still outside of your body with your babies. And obviously as our children grow, there are new developmental zones. I've very quickly and weirdly been away from my oldest child for almost three weeks now, which there's been some beauty in that. And she's been having a really great time with her dad. And she really wanted to go back to LA while I still had stuff to do in Tennessee to get back to her outdoor school and her besties. And um, I knew that was the right thing for her, but it's been really challenging, you know, but it's also in those times where we learn. I've learned, I've had more space to do the work that I needed to do. I think it's also been really good for her to be with her dad that much and for him to be with her that much and to do all the things that you know, I often do and just have those roles changed. And she's also been able to be more of how she was as a single 
as an only child, six years different than my baby. And so, you know, it's always changing. Motherhood is always evolving. But I really wanted to speak to the moms that have been pregnant during this time of COVID of March 2020 to the present moment now, who've been pregnant, who have been birthing, who are newly postpartum, and really speak to you because I don't feel like you're getting the love and respect that you deserve. I think that maybe parts of your experience were jumped over or kind of brushed aside for more quote unquote emergency things. So I just really want to shout out to all of you and acknowledge you and encourage you to not judge yourself harshly. I would say double down on a huge amount of grace and gentleness and really acknowledging all that you have done. And what a interesting time for souls to want to come into this universe, right? So curious what they're going to be up to in helping this planet. Like what a wild, a wild time. And I think I really would love for all of you to find some ways to be taken care of, to mother yourself, whether that's paying other people to do it or getting a meal train. You know, postpartum is not just three weeks. It's not just six weeks. Postpartum is actually, I would say, minimum two years after birth. And more and more research is showing it's actually seven years. And I know for myself, and I've said this before, I feel like I finally come out of that newborn haze at two years old when my kids are two. It's like, oh, there's something energetically that just feels different. Like I get a little bit more of my chutzpah back. My oldest is almost double digits and my little one just turned four. So more and more I have space. I mean, it's still a lot, obviously, but it's a different, it's a different vibe. So just know that every part of your life is different. You know, we have seasons and pregnancy is a certain season, which is incredible. I loved that connection I had with source energy, with this child within me. It's just such an interesting experience. And then to have a newborn and lying in bed and practicing my first 40 days and really allowing my nervous system to settle and eating the Ayurvedic foods and just breastfeeding and lying in bed with Goldie. Because I really did it with the second. I didn't do it with first because I didn't know better. And you never get that time back. And that's something I always talk to my postpartum clients about. Because usually when I come in with my in-home clients, and especially how I used to work, I would really focus on those first six weeks, which are very important. It's like a raw nerve as a mom. You are a raw nerve in every way, physical, emotional, spiritually. You are landing back into this new body of a mother, from maiden to mother. And also each time you have a new baby, it's a different experience. You have a different pregnancy. You have a different birth journey. It's a different soul. So you also have to honor it just as importantly as the first. And I, I think in our society, it's like, oh, it's a, she's a second time. Oh, she's a third time. Oh, she's a fourth time. That means you need more care. That ne- means you need more love because you're still healing from your past. You know, like the body you're inhabiting right now is your body, right? It's your body for this entire lifetime. You were born with it. You're going to die with it. And we tend to cut it up, but it's all the same body, right? So it's like a tree with the rings. Every part of your journey is part of you. And so we have to care for it. We have to tend to it so we can keep on going and feel as good as we possibly can. And the first 40 days is such an important sacred time. And 
the more I've done this work, I've done it for almost a decade now, the more I really see how it serves you on down the line. It's not those six weeks. It's not the first three months. It's not even the first year. That foundation though, that you have, that you carve out in space and time. If you have a partner, having your partner there with you also is just a precious time. And it is a sacred window. It is a golden window of time for you to land, heal, really bask in this glow of newborn life, you, your partner, your baby, because you never get it back. And that's the thing. We always know life is going to be busy. Life is always going to be changing. There's always going to be busyness or the perceived busyness to get back to. So really carving out that space, demanding it. You know, we're not only asking for it, we're demanding it now because we know how important it is. We know how crucial it is. We look at past traditions all around the world that do these things. You know, every culture would have certain teas and tonics and soups and balms to rub on the body and belly binding and keeping the body warm, you know, socks on the feet at all times, hat on the head, staying away from cold water and showers, you know, none of the frozen smoothies and cold, 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 which we are so addicted to in the Western culture. And all of these things were for a reason. It wasn't some trend. The first 40 days is not some trend. It is based in the time-tested science of Ayurveda for thousands of years. And if you are listening to this and you didn't do your first 40 days, it's okay. You know, we only know what we know now when we know it. You can always go back and bring more healing to your life. And that's the beautiful thing of this work. That's the beautiful thing of soul care and self-care and self-love, which at the base, it really is that. It is self-love. You can always do the first 40 days with yourself. It's beautiful to do when seasons change. It's beautiful to do any big rites of passages, miscarriages, baby loss, maybe once a year, taking a 40 days and really focusing on you in mind, body, and spirit, getting the abhyanga, the oil massages, and the really warming, yummy foods, sleep, doing self-abhyanga, attuning to your own energetic cycles of the day listening to your body throughout the day. When do you need a 10 minute rest? When do you need 10 minutes up the wall? When can you say no when you really want to instead of saying yes? Where can you find those times during the day to come back to your nervous system? And that's really how I work with my postpartum mamas and moms on into motherhood is it's full on, it's busy. It truly is. And so where can you bring that energy back to yourself? Because no one else is gonna get it for you. This is an inside job. And a lot of times, if you're with the man, if you're married, you know, they didn't, they didn't grow up seeing this. So they don't understand. It's not that they're not trying to be supportive, but it's through the education that they're like, yeah, that sounds amazing. I mean, every dad that I've worked with, with their partner or their wife loves the food, loves the care, is so happy. I've supported their partner because he sees how happy she is, how more calmed and nurtured that his woman feels. He's caring so much for his baby. And like I was saying, if you didn't do the first 40 days, how can you bring that energy into your life? Especially if you're in the first two years postpartum and the next level, if you're in the first seven years postpartum. And if you never did it, what a great gift. Even if you have teenagers, even if your kids are in their 20s, do the first 40 days, make it your own. Bless your body, bless your life. I was just talking to a friend. It's like truly we have today, right? Tomorrow is not promised. Nothing is promised. We have today. So don't we want to live it to its fullest and feel good and lit up and loving our lives and not taking things so seriously? 
because we can only control the things that we really can control. And there's a lot that we can't control, right, out in the world. And I truly think the massive amounts of fear and anxiety are because we're addicted to trying to control things. When you realize, oh, we don't really have control. Oh, and we really never did have control. It's kind of scary, but it's also really freeing. It's like, oh, wow, I can't control that person. I can't control that country. I can control me and how I'm showing up and meeting life today. And if you're pregnant right now, big ups to you. You have a divine mission to do whatever you can to really project your empowered state of mothering this child that you're growing, really, really doubling down on energetic boundaries, not letting other people's projected fears, traumas, anxieties come into your sphere. And now more than ever, that takes a lot of work because I do a lot of work just to walk out into the world right now. And as a pregnant mama, you are so sensitive and this glowing goddess. That's why, you know, a pregnant woman walks in the room and they're just like lighting it up because your two auras in one. You are goddess. You are godlike, right? And a lot is attracted to light. And so being very mindful of what you let into your sphere. And as I've shared on here, I love the auric protection field meditation. You inhale the arms up out to the side, hands pressed together in prayer above the head, straight arms. And then you exhale, draw the prayer hands down to your heart. And doing that 10 to 20 times throughout the day, if you're going into a meeting, if you're going into a conversation that you know the other person could be triggered or big things are going to be talked about, there might be big feelings, make this protective shield. And it's it's a beautiful, healthy boundary because you're not being cold. You're just making an energetic boundary that other people's projections, you're just going to serve it back from this bubble that's protecting you. And you can send it back with love transmute with love back to them and you're just going to keep you and baby high vibe because you are high vibe and you can choose to stay high vibe within every moment and I know there's a lot to walk through being pregnant I would highly recommend looking for a holistic doula looking for midwifery care looking for support that helps you empower yourself and really educates you and supports your power instead of trying to take your power away. Because there's a lot of fear-mongering in the birth world right now. And you don't need to go there. You know, maybe it's a human. Maybe this is just a human development to stay alive. But I really see it with moms, obviously, because we are, we got a lot of skin in the game, right? We got a lot because we care so much about this baby we're creating or our newborn or our toddler, our baby. We have a lot. And that's why we research everything, right? We have got a lot of skin in this game. And... It's very easy to let other people's fear speak and trickle into your mind. And that's where the work of developing your intuition, that's why I always say pregnancy is the fastest way to a spiritual practice because you are fine-tuning your connection with your intuition. You are really looking at your habits and patterns because you don't want to pass it on to your kid, right? It's like all this stuff that maybe we've kind of covered up in our 20s and 30s. I'll get to that later. I'll do that healing later. Well, now it's now it's on, game on, because you're bringing another soul into this world and you don't want them to have to carry on parts of your lineage that aren't healthy. And that takes a lot of courage and a lot of bravery. And it's really beautiful. And that is divine work in my mind. And in so doing, I truly do believe that we change the past. By healing in the present, 
we have the capacity to change the past and the future, but it's because it comes in the present moments. We have to do the work now, here, today, and then it can heal timelines. And how beautiful that we can do that for our ancestors that did so much to bring us here. Think about that. I think about this a lot right now through this year and a half when I'm like, well, my great, great grandparents would be so disappointed in us right now. The stuff they went through, the literal bullets they dodged, the countries they walked across barefoot, they did that for you. They did that for the promise of you. And are we doing that for our future generations? Doesn't look like it. The way a lot of us are living right now on planet Earth, it does not look like it. And there's that Native American tradition, which is so beautiful, where decisions made in the present moment are made with the intention of how that decision will affect the future seven generations. We certainly are not doing that right now, but you can do that. You can do that with your choices. So look for support, look for help, look for new friends, look for your tribe. We need to find the people that really light us up. Time, life, it's all too short to not be with people that light you up, that see you, that appreciate you, that help you do better, that help you want to be better. And that can be scary, but it's also very exciting because we get to create the life we want. We get to adult. We get to show up in new ways. For anyone wanting to delve a bit deeper into their own inner journey, I have a few spots left this coming fall for one-on-one mother-the-mother coaching. So if this is something that you have been thinking about or maybe kind of don't know if it's the right fit or on the fence about, please do not hesitate to reach out to me. You can email me hello at motherthemother.com for a free mother love breakthrough call where we can just see where you are, where you're wanting to go, what the season of your life looks like right now and how I might be able to support you through this time. And also you can work with me via mom club. This is our monthly membership. You can find more information about that on the link tree in my bio on Instagram at mother, the mother. And this is a beautiful container where we show up in our authenticity, exactly how we are working with different themes each month. There are two live or recorded calls, and there's also a new moon circle option for you as well. And As you can see in my show notes, I'm always big into treating yourself. So you can look for my codes for Organifi. You get a 15% off with every purchase. And then also with this is needed for any prenatal, postnatal, and motherhood nutrition supplements. They've got a great collagen protein powder I love. That's thisisneeded.com and you get 20% off that with my code. So check out the show notes and, you know, I'm here for you. We are walking this path together. I do this work because I feel called to, and I wish that I had had someone doing this for me. It can be so isolating. So please reach out if you have any questions, feedback, if you'd like to work together. I'm here, sending love. I'm going to draw a card for us. So if this resonates, letting it come into your sphere. If it does not resonate, letting it gently wash off of you. May this be for the highest good of all of us. I pulled the card Lena, which is a beautiful cow skull with phases of the moon and a butterfly and flower and leaves. And it says, what must be shall be. This is the Earth Warriors Oracle guidebook by Alana Fairchild. My favorite book, my favorite deck. Lena, or maybe it's Lina. What must be shall be. You have beautiful dreams and inspired bold ambitions. You are guided to believe that they are a natural expression of your soul, something that is meant to be. 
Life will support you in the expression of those dreams and ambitions, even in the moments where it seems to be struggle rather than support that you're experiencing. The process for transformation into full maturity involves learning how to grow through light and through darkness back to the light again. You will always find your way back to the light. Have faith in yourself and what must be. Dedicate yourself to what you love without hesitation. If you are experiencing loss or change, have faith. Sometimes things happen that seem to be working against us. It is only later that they show themselves to have been valuable ways by which we acquired the greater faith, courage, and determination that were necessary to the fulfillment of our purpose. Know that your destiny is unfolding and that you are moving through circumstances that are ultimately going to help you become your soul in fullness and splendor. Keep going. Everything happening in your life is helping you to fulfill your divine potential. Know that any darkness will give way to the light. Just as life and death are natural, so too is growth. It is natural for the caterpillar to become the butterfly. It is extraordinary to the point of being almost unbelievable. If we were to really think about it, but natural nonetheless. It is natural for the bones of the sacred cow to return to the earth to give her minerals, which in turn support new life. So it is meant to be that with human life, there is loss that becomes part of you, part of what allows for something new to be vitalized. You are here to grow into all that you are. You are here to bring certain dreams to life in this world. They are meant to be healing dreams for a new world because that is your nature, your innate soul way. Just like the seemingly impossible journey of the butterfly with sacred endings that support new beginnings, you too are moving through the cycle of life. Sometimes this can be confronting. To give up old ways or old identities can seem frightening to the mind. Yet it is inspiring and exciting for the soul that yearns to blossom into fullness and cannot thrive when it is held back in fear. You may forget this momentarily and turn back from where you are headed out of confusion or concern. It may seem as though you are being asked to give up too much to secure your goals. Or you may wonder if it is foolish imagination rather than genuine soul purpose that is driving you forward. If you are a visionary with ideas that are not yet widely understood but will help push humanity towards the new world, you may struggle more than most. In this case, you are asked to take leaps of faith and endure the endings inherent in evolution whilst waiting for the signs of new life. You will have this asked of you because it is necessary for the process of creation, and most importantly, for you to have enough faith in your soul to handle it. To have faith in your own purpose when it sometimes feels like you are fighting a losing battle takes a lot of heart. Great Spirit knows what you are up to, and it wants to remind you that you are not being foolish. You are following your destiny. Great Spirit wants you to accept that it can help you, that what you are pursuing is meant to be, and as you keep to your course, success will come. Allow the inner force that compels you forward to have its way. Do not fear the sometimes radical changes that take place as you evolve into your destiny. Any losses or endings along the way are essential for your fulfillment. Let your trust in life's goodwill and generous support of you be unconditional. Know you shall thrive. And the healing process for this is to say this prayer aloud. I call upon the wild grace of the sacred feminine and give gratitude for your wise and loving assistance in my life. I accept your blessing to fulfill myself. I trust that you will show me the signs and impress upon me the guidance that I need so as to feel reassured, focused, and committed. Help me and all beings fulfill the plan that Great Spirit intends for us and has placed in our hearts. Only the goodness of your wisdom prevails, and every darkness leads me into greater light. So be it. And it continues the prayer. My dear soul, you know what you are doing and how to grow in harmony with divine genius and sacred purpose. 
even when my conscious mind does not understand. You know when I do not know, so I choose to trust you, and this brings me peace and comfort now. I trust you. Place your hands in your prayer at your heart and bow your head. Allow yourself to sense, feel, or intend to recognize the unlimited expressions of love from Great Spirit for you. It emanates all around you, towards you in all directions, and shines from within you, outwards in all directions. So much love, support, and light is bringing comfort and reassurance to you now. So be it. Wow, what a beautiful card. Linya, what must be shall be. So that resonated with me. Gotta keep on going. Keep following the vision. Keep showing up. Keep moving forward with what we know to be true. What is our own life's journey and process. And it may surprise other people. It may confound them. They may judge it. That's not our problem. We got to keep doing us. And of course we keep evolving and keep changing. Isn't that what life is about? And we get to show that to our children. We get to show them that they can be all the different parts of themselves that they want to be. They can express it when they feel called to express different parts of themselves. Without shame, without guilt, without embarrassment. To try on new parts of themselves. So my prayer for all of you tonight, for everyone, is how in this time of release in this time of unknown, in this time where it still feels like we're in the eye of the storm, where can you release what is ready to be released for your highest good, for your journey forward? And in so doing, because loss of any kind can feel really uncomfortable, awkward, sad, lonely, how can you bring more self-love in? Maybe it's nourishing foods. Maybe it's taking a couple of timeouts during the day to meditate. Maybe it's exercising. Maybe it's reducing your exercising. Maybe it's really letting your nervous system lead you through different points of the day. Because as women, especially as mothers, our nervous systems are so easily ticked into the fight or flight syndrome for years. Our adrenals are tanked. So that really feeds into the whole nutrition talk, which I've done before, but really getting back to foods that bring collagen to the body, that help the tissues mend, that bring warmth to the body. But it's also really looking at your nervous system because you can spend thousands of dollars a month on supplements, treatments, superfoods, all organic, you know, vegan, all of that, which, you know, I love all of that. But if you are living a life that is no longer aligned with you, if you are keeping yourself in a box or a job or a marriage, or a relationship that truly you know is no longer serving you, all the superfoods in the world aren't going to help you. So really looking at how can you expand? How can you continue to hold more and expand and open your wings and fly higher to experience more abundance in wealth and love where you live, right? Because we want to experience a fun, joyful cozy life. We have to release the things that aren't helping us get there to get there. And the biggest take home I can say for any new mama is whenever it feels selfish to take time to ask for help, to be vulnerable, to demand that you get some time or some care, you know, investment in postpartum care, child care, nourishing food. That's an investment for the entire family. That's not just some luxury for the mom. This is a family affair. So please just double down on the blessings on your yourself. 
each and every day. You are not being selfish. You actually are doing such amazing work in so doing for your family. And I'm speaking from experience. I didn't know most of this when I had my first. And I was young. I was, what, almost 34 when I had her. So traveled a ton, slept very little, didn't do all the Ayurvedic care. And it tanked me out. A year and a half later, I was a shell of my former self. And it took me a while to heal. Second time, almost 40, did the first 40 days, came out of this bubble feeling better than I ever had as an adult. I literally came out of my first 40 days and people were like, what did you, did you get Botox? You look amazing. You look so well rested. I was like, yeah, I took care of my nervous system for the first time, maybe ever. <laughs> and then, you know, life, life upticks, work, the logistics of two kids and life keeps going on. But that's why when we can, we have to refill. We have to refuel to keep going on because life is not slowing down. If anything, we're still in major waves of transition, but we can still love our lives. We can still show up. We can still work on finding joy each and every day. And we can really remake ourselves. I mean, that's one beautiful thing about being in chaos is like all the old rules, regulations, labels, kind of self-inflicted ceilings we've put on ourselves. They kind of go out the window. And that's what we've, we've seen, right? Like there's been a lot of horror in this past year and a half. There's also been some silver linings and relating to the world in a new and different way. So focus on what you want. Focus on what you want to feel. Focus on what you want your life to look like. Focus on the world you want for your children, right? Because we're having babies and children to expand our lives, right? Not to limit them. And it is a huge responsibility to bring a soul earthside, and I don't think everyone needs to or should or should ever feel pressure to. It is not a golden ticket for a happy life. So for any of you listening that don't have children, I'm, I'm never saying it's better to have children than not. It's a lot. I mean, as I shared in my stories, I just had two days to do a lot of the work I needed to do on figuring out our next life chapter and buying land and all of these like a million details to figure out when I didn't have my kids with me. And it was incredible. I was still very busy on the road working, but it felt like a vacation because it is so full on to be a, a mom all day long. It's so taxing. <laughs> and when I was away, I was like, oh my gosh, I have, I just have this extra energy to give these other things because I'm not worried about them in the physical. Of course, I'm like checking in and calling them and, and making sure their days are aligned, but I'm not in the trenches and it's a big deal. And we don't really think about it because we just have to do it. And we're just used to doing it. We're accustomed to doing it. But it really is a lot. So please acknowledge all the work you do. And it's work that really matters. So thank you. Thank you. Because all our cute, chubby little babies, all our toddlers, all our grade school kids, they are literally our future. So what you are feeding them in every way truly matters for future generations, for our future. And what is bigger than that? So find the practices that keep you strong, supple, hard when you need to be hard, soft when you can be soft. We need both the divine feminine and the divine masculine and know when to use both those different energies, right? And that comes with discernment. That comes with trusting our intuition, listening to your higher power, whatever that might be for you, and learning to dim out the outside noise because it's a lot of distraction, it's a lot of things trying to pull you off your course and only you know your course. 
Whether you know it or not, it's true. So I'm sending love out to all of you. Have a beautiful week as we walk through this next portal into autumn. The fall equinox was yesterday. As we begin to slow down metaphorically, energetically, bring more root vegetables into your diet, more good healing fats, more warmth, more stoking the fire. I see you. I hear you. I love you. And I walk this path beside you. Jema. Yeah.